G'day folks, welcome to episode 7, Down Under Meets Deutschland. Today we're talking with James, Jimmy, um, who's an aviation engineer. Now, we're kind of breaking the rules a little bit here, but it's kind of, uh, well, I'm the host, so I can break any rules I like, but not really. Um, the, the slight rule is here that James is currently not in Germany. He does live in Germany, but he's on holidays as we were speaking, so... Still counts as a as a Aussie living down in uh, sorry a, a down under person Aussie living in uh, Germany, but he's just taking a break. He's made it to Taipei. James is from uh, Frankfurt. Now he's going to tell us a bit more about uh, yeah his um, what he does there, what he likes about Germany, and plans for his future. So yeah, we're going to get a little insight into a bit of aviation and uh, technical stuff from uh, James's perspective. So yeah, tune in and enjoy episode 7, Down Under Meets Deutschland. Now James, uh, you seem to be traveling at the moment, which is quite unusual. Yeah, I'm actually um, speaking from uh, Taipei, Taiwan. Um, I'm actually, my family is actually from Taiwan um, and uh, for Christmas and New Year's, I actually spent my time here in in uh, Taipei uh, with my some of my relatives, um, just because everyone knows that it's slightly difficult to go back home to Australia now, even though most of my family is back home still in Brisbane. All right. So how's the atmosphere in Taipei right now? Um, I would describe it as quite surreal. <laughs> Uh, coming okay. coming from Germany, where um, you know there's quite a uh, a strict sort of um, lockdown uh, scheme going on in Taipei, it's as if nothing has happened. I mean, the only thing that indicates that something is a little bit unusual is that people are wearing masks on the streets. Even now, you're from um, you've been staying in in um, Frankfurt, I should yes. say, not Munich. Um, Tell us a little bit about Frankfurt. It, um, it's, uh, where is it exactly located in Germany? Uh, it's sort of uh, southwest um, of Germany, I would say, or, or, or west, I would say. Um, Frankfurt, I, I actually adore the city a lot um, because it actually reminds me a lot of Brisbane, um, which is where um, my family is in, in Australia. Um, it has a beautiful um, river running through the city. Um, it has, you know, lots of bridges, which is also similar to Brisbane. Um, and you have like the old town on one side and the, the skyscrapers on the other. So I don't know, maybe it's just, um, you know, because I'm from Brisbane, but uh, I really see a lot of similarities between Brisbane and Frankfurt. And, and was it hard adjusting to the culture in the beginning? Uh, no, I don't think it was. Um, the biggest obstacle, um, I would say, was the language because when I first moved to Frankfurt, I, I didn't know a word of uh, a German apart from, you know, thank you and hello. Um, so that part was a little bit difficult. But um, other than that, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not... It's not like you're in a in a city that is drastically different from from Australia. Oh, sorry. There's another point. Um, the one thing that I had to get used to was the um, the Sunday closures. Everything is closed on Sundays. Part that part, I um, I was a little bit uh, surprised about. But uh, yeah, after a while, you do get used to it. How's your German now going? 
Um, I would say it's, um, I would claim that it's at an A1 level. <laughs> um, but uh, because I, I don't um, speak German at work, I'm not required to speak German at work. So um, everything's in English. So it's, um, I, I'm not forced to, uh, to, to speak German. Oh, that's exciting to be working at the international airport. You're in the aviation industry. So yes. obviously that's, um, you know, English is the, 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 well, the main language or the most spoken. Um, so was Germany your first pick, uh, for, to come to work? Um, it all happened by chance, actually. I never really planned to be in Germany, um, throughout my career. Um, I used to work at Qantas um, back home and also uh, with Virgin Australia for a little while. Um, and I moved to Qatar for a few years, working for Qatar Airways. It's all in the very, you know, in, in the aviation industry. And, and by chance, um, uh, an old colleague of mine from Qantas was telling me about a, um, a job opportunity here in Frankfurt where he's taken up a job here also um, how was the bureaucracy in that process it is exactly that it's extremely bureaucratic I remember um, I remember uh, when I received my contract the company insisted that I had to receive my contract in paper and not electronically um, and it was only in German and not in any other language um, so I actually, I mean, I, because it's not electronic, I couldn't even, um, I couldn't even, uh, uh, Google translate <laughs> the document. I had to actually get a German friend of mine to actually read through my, my contract and explain everything to me, you know, sentence by sentence. So, so yeah, the bureaucracy is, um, a struggle, I would say. Did you ever imagine as a kid that you would be living away from Brisbane? Um, far away. it's probably not, not that difficult to imagine, at least for me, just because as I said, my family's from Taiwan and we moved to Australia when I was mm. relatively young. Um, so the, you know, the, the, um, the thought of not living in Brisbane, um, it's, it's not terribly, um, out of left field, basically. So, I mean, even though I've never dreamed of me living in Germany or Europe, um, living away from Brisbane was never that big a deal, I would say. So what have you left behind? What's uh, still there for you in Brisbane? Um, my family. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Most important. Yeah, I would, I would say that's, you know, my friends, my family, um, my house, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do try to go back whenever I can, but with the um, the the pandemic situation, it's just extremely difficult. I would say. How the hell can you go to Taipei at the moment? Right. How did you actually pull this one off? Was it an easy process? Um, it was actually relatively easy. Um, in Taiwan, they also have the mandatory two-week quarantine program, um, not unlike Australia, but um, they. Um, they have a lot more hotel rooms here, uh, and they do not restrict mm -hmm. the number of incoming passengers from overseas. So as long as you find a hotel to quarantine, um, you know, they, they don't put a limit on the number of people coming back. Um, so all I had to do was book a mm -hmm. ticket, show that I am a, you know, I, I, I'm a Taiwanese passport holder, 
Um, and yeah, I just came mm -hmm. in, you know, filled out a form, stayed at a inside a hotel <laughs> hotel room for uh, four days. And um, yeah, it's actually relatively easy. I mean, obviously, I would have loved to be back home in Brisbane for Christmas and New Year's. There's apparently at the moment 32,000 Australians around the world still trying to get back home. Yeah, I mean, moment. like you said, I'm... Do you feel like you're stuck? Well, not probably not as much as many others because, like, you know that I can actually be in Taipei, you know, uh, which is slightly closer to, to Australia compared to Germany. Um, and I also have, you know, relatives mm. and family here also. So I, I'm not as, you know, adversely affected as some people who would have no one to, to, to speak to. Um, stranded around the world and all they want to do is go home so I'm I would say I'm one of the lucky ones who um who have have who, who's got options um to to play with so have you found any Aussie products over there by accident no I haven't actually um no I haven't I I even brought my own Vegemite from back home um so <laughs> So you are a Vegemite person. I am a Vegemite person, yes. For your info and for guests listening, uh, in Frankfurt itself, I'm not sure exactly where, but they do probably near the airport. There is an Australian souvenir shop, uh, tourist shop for tourists. So okay. you, if you are feeling homesick when you get back, uh, you could go in there for a very overpriced, um, you know, <laughs> Tim Tams purchase. Um, what do you do in your free time? Um, mostly cooking at home, <laughs> um, baking like everyone else is doing during the pandemic, um, and just catching up with friends, um, go out for walks, go out for hikes, um, the, the usual, I think. I don't okay. think there's too much else um, in Frankfurt, I would say. You go for a walk at, uh, you know, along the river or you know, go to Sachsenhausen and, and, and go to one of the nice... Um, bars to to catch up with friends and of course this is a lot of this is pre-pandemic also have you got any interesting stories or surprises that you found while staying in frankfurt i've always had the stereotype of um, you know german people being quite uptight and being quite distant and cold um, but after i moved to, to frankfurt i found that the the people here are actually extremely friendly and very helpful, um, especially when they see um, someone like me, a foreigner who's, you know, a bit lost somewhere and um, they're always quite, quite happy to help. Um, I, I think in the first or second month after I moved to Frankfurt, um, I had um, at least two, two separate um, occasions where uh, people came up to me and, and, and sort of asked me in English, you know, are you what are you trying to look for? Um, can you can you not find what you are trying to 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 buy? And uh, they were you know very helpful to try and um, find the items that I wanted to buy. By the way, it's uh, just I just wanted milk, um, and obviously I, I have a wall of different types of milk or buttermilk or you know different flavored milk, but I obviously don't know any. I don't know what they were. I don't speak the language. I don't read. <laughs> I guess having no German, you can kind of get by. Yeah, definitely. Area. In Frankfurt, I would say 90%, 95% of people speak speak English quite fluently. Um, the, only, the only times when I struggle with um, 
with the languages if I have to um, ring a helpline somewhere and they connect me to another part of Germany and maybe the people there might not be so comfortable with speaking in English. So you got any plans for the future? Is this a permanent stay or are you still um, um, traveling around? I don't know. I, 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 I would hesitate to call it a permanent um, thing for me to stay in Germany just because, you know, um, I still have my family back home um, and I time with them. But I would say at least in the, in the near future, I would say maybe two, three years, I would be um, very happy to, you know, be still living and working in in Germany because um, it, 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 it's a great place to um, to learn a lot of things and to meet a lot of great people. So um, I would say, yeah, I would say in the short to medium term, I would still be staying in Frankfurt. Um, but uh, long term wise, I, I've always said that I I'll eventually end up back home in Australia. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to episode seven, Down Under Meets Deutschland. And big thanks to James for his, uh, yeah, perspectives on Frankfurt. A little bit like a tale of two cities again uh, with uh, his um, comparisons to Brisbane, where he's from. And um, currently he's in Taipei, made his way to Taipei. And um, that's a real good chance sometimes um there are some luck there is some luck out there and um this uh, podcast was made um these podcasts i should say this interview was done in february early february um so when james was in taipei um if you can cast your mind back to when what you were doing or where, where the pandemic was at at that point and uh yeah we did touch a little bit on a few things um with the yeah feeling of being stuck in a, 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 a outside Australia um, and obviously there's a lot of people in this predicament still and um, yeah this is a um, a pandemic for for many who live as expats in um, foreign countries who yeah really enjoy or even rely on on those yearly visits back home um, throughout the podcast the interviewees um most of them all shared with me that they yeah enjoyed those uh, family trips back home to visit their family and um yeah enjoy um, a bit of taste of home culture um and i know myself as well i was quite a seasoned traveler when december came around in germany and the winter was setting in uh, it definitely gave me an incentive to go back home sometimes in january um yeah for about two months or more maybe three till april this was um quite a quite a lavish little lifestyle pre-covid as we've heard with james pc um what will happen next is a big question on all our minds um and uh vaccination is definitely one answer that will that will help us through uh, these times and also um, yeah waiting it out and um, seeing what will happen next and uh, I think uh, yeah I've dedicated this podcast really to this first winter in the pandemic where um, you know a lot of us were um, yeah kind of indoors a lot as it is winter but also because of um, 
the lockdowns in Germany, um, the restaurants and bars mostly were all closed, but they did do takeaways, but so there was no sort of outdoor dining possible. And uh, a lot of other important businesses and services were also closed, hairdressers and um, yeah, some other, some other small businesses that we rely a lot on. Schools also closed, they opened and closed a lot. So yeah, we've, um, I've really enjoyed making these podcasts during this time and um, I'm um, super happy to be uh, sharing them with you and the stories of uh, folks from down under meeting, yeah, Germany, Deutschland. And um, next episode, episode eight, we're back in Berlin for a little bit more taste of uh, the big smoke and um, we're going to be talking with um, a very interesting lady who started her own uh, translation business. So stay tuned for that. And I hope you've been enjoying episode seven and the other episodes of Down Under Meets Deutschland. So um, till, till the next one. Ciao.